You are my side piece, the one that I need, the one that I call when the main one is acting up. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's supposed to be a hot girl summer, but we changing the narrative. City Boys, we up right now. Well, I mean temporarily because I'm going to explain later why we're down bad, but. Ain't nothing but a side piece. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a side piece. Tell me why. I never want to hear you say that I'm calling your main chick. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 120 of the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. You heard me right, 120. I'm your host, Marcel Williams, and let's start this off the appropriate manner. See, I wanted to come in here and say that, uh, you know, the City Boys are up because if you saw the Carisha Please interview with Diddy and uh, Young Miami, you would know that there's this clips just circulating, just, you know, floating all around the Internet of her asking him point blank period. Yo, we go together. And. To which he replied saying, oh, do we now? <laughs> And she says real bad. Now, here's the thing, right? The reason why this is, you know, we're not getting like a thousand points for that. Maybe like six points for the City Boys for that. Is because, you know, Diddy's claiming to be single and she's saying, well, that's cool, but I'm dating you. And, you know, that's it's a win for everyone in that involved there. But now what makes this a little bit different, and I don't want guys to feel gassed up like, woo, City Boys, we up right now. City Boy with it. Uh, the reason being is that he's a billionaire, dog. Aww. You guys aren't billionaires. You can't relate to Diddy. Just because he's spending thousands of dollars on a shorty, which to him is not even tricking, doesn't mean that, you know, we're up as a collective. But now, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, City boys, we're kind of down bad right now. And the reason being is, um, I guess I'll give some context. So previous episodes I've mentioned now in therapy, I'm trying to really uh, rehash and give closure to not necessarily pending relationships, but just relationships that may have may or may not have worked out in the past. Or um, one thing important, which is very important to note, I'm actively trying to eliminate, eradicate, dissolve, get rid of, abolish all fucking pen pals. If we matched on an app, crossed it over to WhatsApp, text, Snapchat, Instagram, wherever the fuck we communicate on a regular basis in today's climate, and I haven't met you, 
I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one last opportunity where I'm going to reach out to you and say, hey, let's do something. When are you free? And I'll plan something. It's not like I'm looking for, you know, a quick little smasherino. I mean, granted, if you're trying to give me a little smasherino, I ain't going to be uh, the one to be turning that up. But my frustration comes with, now let's say hypothetically in like, I don't know, six months, I find somebody, you know, it's the winter months now, we're cuddling up, you know, we become uh, partners. I don't want to have a bunch of lingering, you know, lost misconnections or whatever the fuck you want to call them on my Instagram where I'm just constantly just seeing stories pop up or like you're viewing my story. So I'll just do us both a favor and just do the old uh, mutual unfollow. I'm not going to send you some dramatic message like, hey, seeing somebody now, so bye. Like, no, I'm just going to be like, all right, I, I tried to reach out when I was in the uh, hot boy summer mode. Clearly, you were not receptive. So, you know, I'm just going to do us all a favor and just unfollow. Because it is kind of annoying to just constantly open somebody's messages. Um, you're looking for an opportunity to slide into the DM. You get a little convo going. You try to ask them to link up and then either they just disappear for a couple of days or they wait an extended amount of time before they reply. They come up with an excuse. They tell you they're busy, which if you know by now, that is the number one pet peeve of mine is for you to tell me that you're busy. Oh, oh, really? I oh, see. This is where I, I must have had you confused. I was under the impression that you were a sloth and did absolutely nothing all day and you were just waiting for some random dude in your DMs to hit you up and say, hey, let's do something. Now, granted, I don't expect anyone to make a random person, especially someone they've never met, a priority. That's not what my what I'm saying is. But you can gauge a person's interest based on how receptive they are to a, a stranger hitting them up. And odds are, if we've matched on a dating app, we've already confirmed we find each other attractive. We've already confirmed we're single, or at least you would assume. And if there was anything there to any capacity, if you didn't find me interesting enough that you actually wanted to date me, cool. Let that be known. Don't drag it along. If you just follow me now because you're like, ah, you know what? You seem like kind of a piece of shit or you're unhinged as I've been called recently or, you know, just a problematic you, but I find your shit uh, entertaining. Let that be known. I don't think we have to like, you know, dance around the truth as much as we are currently in this day and age. So all that to be said, if I'm hitting you up, you tell me you're busy, I'm just going to assume that you think that your busy is more important than my busy because the Lord knows I'm busy. I have a nine to five. I act. I do stand up on occasion. I have this podcast and I'm also do creating content for other platforms, not to mention a social life. So look, if I'm willing to make the time, that's all I'm asking in return. It's not like anyone who... I, I dare somebody to come out and say that they it costs them money. The most you'll ever spend on a date with me is your time. That's it. So look, if, if you're interested, cool. Let's see where it goes. And if we're not uh, a right fit, so be it. No problem. No hard feelings. I'm just simply going to remove myself from this equation. And I feel like, you know, uh, there's no harm in doing that. And I think that that would be a more constructive world than just for us to constantly just open each other's stories, slide in with a story reply with the crying face emoji or some flames or a heart, and then it never actually go anywhere because we're not actual friends. We're fucking pen pals. And I'm not here for that because if I lose my Instagram or if Instagram just one day shuts down, what the fuck was that? What was the point? You got me a little bit, you know, aroused. And then, then what? Your cheeks are no longer on these timelines. Anyways, 
all that to be said. So I'm reaching out to some people and uh, one person in particular um, showed me some very, very jarring, cringy voice notes from men who are grown. This is the part that always saddens me. If you're like 22, all right, you're navigating the world. You're trying to figure it out. But these are men my age doing this kind of shit. And out of respect to this person, I will not be playing any of these voice notes. But if you know me well enough, uh, you know, I might bless you with a one, two in the DMs. And also, I don't know this person and obviously they're down bad. So I don't want to, you know, out them. I don't feel like uh, somebody just having horrendous social skills deserves to be ostracized and bullied and so on and so forth. So hold on. I don't know what's going on with my nose. I did a COVID test, so I know it ain't that. But anyways, and I don't do anything that is nasally ingested. Anyways, um, so yeah, so this guy is trying to court this young lady, right? Now, I, sh- I feel like it's important to note there is a decade um, disparity in age between these two. How I know this is because there's also a decade disparity between myself and said person because me and this guy, same age. Now, look, if you're one of those people who's like, oh, that's gross, 35 and a 25-year-old, it's like, grow up. Come on. let's. I'm not going to break down the optics and uh, the reality of the world that we live in. And once I get into this next subject over here, you'll know that 35 and 25 ain't nearly as bad. And again, not to say that, you know, being stabbed or shot, which one's worse, like, yeah, okay, whatever, judge. Anyways, so this guy's grown. And if you just looked at him on face value in terms of his social media, it's like, all right, if that's your cup of tea, if you like Gaston looking motherfuckers from Beauty and the Beast, sure, that's your guy. He's 35, seems like he's doing well for himself, very, you know, outdoorsy, adventurous, it seems. And, um, you know, he's got a, he's amassed a decent following on all of his social platforms. So, I really have nothing to say about this guy negatively towards his, um, you know, on paper. But once this guy gets to talking, mm, 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 city boys, we got to hold a meeting and really start buckling down on these unsolicited voice notes, voice memos, voice prompts, anything that requires you speaking with your voice. We got to start monitoring because this display of sheer um, arrogance, lack of self-awareness. Um, there's a word in particular I'm looking for here. Like, pompous doesn't quite fit it. Pretentious. That's the one. This guy... Now, here's the thing, and this is where uh, you're going to start pointing the finger and be like, come on, Marcel, you, you literally speak to yourself for 30 minutes a week, put that out to the universe, and nobody actually subscribes or listens to it. That's got to say something about you. And guess what? You're right. It does. It says that, and I, again, I'm not going to keep justifying, but this is an accountability for me, right? If I can force myself to do 30 minutes every single week of one thing, that's at least something consistent in my life. Now, to the average person, it may be like, all right, sure, cool, easy cop out. But like, look, I'm not spending ads pushing my stuff, which I could. I'm not, you know, reaching out to try to get the world's biggest guest, which I, I could. I'm doing this because it's something that I have to do every single Sunday, no matter what the conditions, no matter what I'm personally feeling. 
and it holds me accountable. If there's one thing in my life that I've lacked, it's consistency. So the fact that I've been doing this for two years solid, haven't missed a Monday, look, it's an accountability thing. So is it uh, still egotistical for me to be doing this by myself and, and continue to put out to the world? Sure, whatever. That's uh, your prerogative. That's how you want to view it. But there's one thing that needs to be said about voice notes. I never send them. I don't take selfies. To me, those are very um, cut and dry. Like you like your appearance, which is why you're just holding up a camera, taking a photo of yourself, adding a filter more often than not, men as well, putting that up there and just seeking that validation, right? I get my validation through posting some memes, being like, oh, we, have this, we share the same sense of humor. Bless. I'm not crazy. And that's it. And again, we're all imperfect. But regardless, back to the matter at hand. This guy. He's sending messages where he finds it very important to state that he is six foot three. Now, if you're matching with somebody on a dating profile, your height is typically there. And in this case, it was. So he says in a random voice, no, he just kind of sprinkles it in there. He's like, you know, um, one of those guys, those bros where he's like, Hey, look, uh, I'm typically not awake at these hours, but, uh, you know, you send me a message. I've just been compelled to reply. So, you know, and uh, I'm six foot three. Follow up message. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know where exactly you live, but tell me, where do you live? And uh, in case you forgot, I'm six foot three. Ah, 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 ah. It's like one of those guys that, you know, he doesn't know how to laugh. So when he tries to laugh, it just sounds so unauthentic and just so cringe. But my thing is like, look, if you're so confident in your height, then you're supposed to be giving off BDE. But when you keep having to reiterate how tall you are, it's definitely not giving big dick energy. Never once have I had to remind somebody that I was over the uh, over six feet. That just sounds crazy to me. Like, you've got it there on your profile. Cool. Yeah. Is it a virtue signal in extent? Yeah, of course. But it's like, you're asking me the question. I'm going to give you the answer. But to write follow-up stuff, like, if people put that shit in their Instagram bio, it's like, come on, bro. We know you got a little willy if that's the case. You might as well just put the eggplant emoji in there and say, look, you know, I got the tamahawk. You might only want the sirloin, maybe even a light brisket or a little flank. But guess what? You're getting yourself a tomahawk. So anyways, so this guy said in all these cringy things, but then the thing that was really concerning to me is that he unprovoked sent this woman his 23andMe results. He was so concerned as to what her genetic makeup was is that he had asked a couple of times, like, what is your actual background? I'm over here just assuming what it is, but if you could, uh, you know, provide that information, that'd be, you know, great. And actually on set on Thursday, I realized in certain cultures, that's actually pretty normal, right? So there was a Nigerian girl, she's about to get married. She was telling me how in Nigeria, it's actually pretty common that early on in your dating phase with someone before you really start to fall for them to do a DNA test just to ensure that you're not related. Now that's valid. I mean, a lot of tribes intermingling Nigeria, you know, it's, it's that, that kind of all makes sense, but here in Canada, that's not uh, typical nonsense. I mean, granted, maybe he just watched Our Father and they have maybe similar features. So he's like, yeah, just to be sure. Cool. 
But the way he was pressing and to just unprovoked 8 a.m. send your chart and then ask again to follow up with that information, it's like, ah, okay, come on, bro. How about you meet in person first to see? And I think this is my issue with this guy is that he was trying to do a lot of weeding out of just things that, you know, I feel like aren't really pressing before having even met this person. So that's the the biggest flag for me is like, come on, bro, what are we doing here? Like, you're really digging deep and you don't even know if you guys uh, like the same restaurant. You can't even agree on a place to link up, let alone, you know, what this person's genetic makeup is. That's crazy. Put that shit in your bio so you can really, you know, turn people off from rip. Don't waste their time get, getting familiar with them, then sending a bunch of uh, voice notes. So all that to be said, city boys were down bad. But it also doesn't end with just the matching and then sending the voice notes. Some guys, and this is the the real issue that I'm having with these voice notes. You're sending these unsolicited voice notes into women's DMs and you're landing in the message request, which means they can listen to it, clown you, screen record it, and you'll never know the wiser. How do I know this is the case? Because it just happened. Someone sent me this voice note and it's like, bro, I'm all about, you know, shooting your shot. You're taking advantage of all of the things that come with technology, but come on, dog. You got you to gotta be a little bit more self-aware to know how some of this shit sounds to the outside world. And that there is a possibility that people expose you. Look, if I was a little bit pettier, if I was a little bit more of an asshole, the things that I would post, the things that women have sent me that other men do, one, validates me, makes me feel as if I'm not that crazy. But also, it just, it reaffirms how cringe it is for women to just navigate this dating scene. So anyways, do better, please. I believe that we're all better than this. But now to the disgusting matter at hand here. There's a new documentary, and this is what the, uh, there's an article that came out from LAD or LAD Bible. It's, uh, the headline says, new Netflix documentary about polygamous cult branded its most traumatizing true crime series ever. Now, I started it last night and I ended up binging, binging it all. If you catch my attention in the first episode, I'm going to go see it through to the end. So I didn't go to sleep till about 4 a.m. Now, in short, this uh, documentary is called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. After watching it, very disturbing. Now, I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but what I will uh, mention is that it's essentially about a cult, which is FLDS, and FLDS stands for Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So they're like a derivative of other Mormons, but they take it obviously a step further. And as you'll see in this documentary, very, very jarring things going and taking place within this cult. Now, the the crazy thing is, is that, of course, I'm not just going to watch this documentary, take the information they've given me and just leave it there. I'm also going to do my due diligence and try to find more information as to what's really going on, right? So again, without spoiling too much, the jarring things, um, trigger warning for those of you who are easily triggered or who have experienced trauma, because I don't want to minimize that as well. Uh, there is a lot of minor activity. And what I mean by minor activity is that their belief system is that as a man, in order to be able to go to Zion or to you know not be condemned, you need to have a minimum of three wives to even be considered, you know, holy. 
So within this community, the guys, you know, even though there's thousands of people that live within these communities, you know, you start running out of, uh, of ladies. So they end up start going younger and younger and younger. And that's really the disturbing part about this whole thing. The youngest from the guy who was uh, eventually convicted and is in still in prison was 12 years of age. Now imagine, here's the thing like with, with these cults, I always try to, to, um, to understand that or come from a place of understanding as somebody who's been swept up in my grown years as a man, uh, moving to Toronto, I was swept into uh, a multi-level marketing company. Now, granted, I was great at it. I learned a lot of tangible skills and um, parts of it I don't regret. The amount of time I was in there, yeah, I guess that was kind of sus. And obviously some of the financial recourse from actually uh, successfully opening up a business and having to deal with the brunt work of that. Um I get how easy it is to be manipulated, but now imagine being born into something, right? Where even if uh, somebody from, or a Gentile, as they as they refer to um, anyone who's not part of this cult, if somebody from the outside world or outside of that community tries to tell you like, look, you're actually a victim and like, you know, these people are, are taking uh, advantage of you, you're being manipulated, you're not going to be able to to digest what they're saying because this is all you know. Your mother, your father, your uncles, your aunts, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, they're all under this spell. So the crazier things get, the more you, you um, as much as you're reluctant, you're not even allowed to have thoughts. They were making it seem as if this prophet, who's just a dude, by the way, a really sick dude, or a couple of them actually, if we're getting technical, but... They're just, they're just human beings like everybody else, but they were giving the illusion that they could read people's minds, that they were talking directly to God, like some really, really um, interesting stuff. So anyways, it's a four part series. I highly implore you to go watch it. If it is, uh, if that's your, your cup of tea is, is watching these true crimes. But again, trigger warning, there's some very jarring stuff in there. Um, one thing I will say though, because I'll be lying to you if I said that the idea of starting a cult hasn't ever crossed my mind, but obviously not with, you know, uh, un minors and underage shit. Like, that's not the reason being. I just want to have that power, that manipulation. Actually, no, I don't. All I'm trying to say is, is that if I was to start a cult one day, the first thing I am instilling is, yo, y'all got to brush your teeth. Yo, when I'm seeing some of these people like, bro, from teenage to, to old age, everything in between, none of them had a motherfucking piece of uh, dental floss or a toothbrush or toothpaste in sight. So I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to kiss. And here's the thing. You would have all of your wives line up at the end of the night and then all come give you a good night kiss. You know how many musty mouths that is at the end of the day? Oh, nah. And the thing is, they're eating all organic, too. So, you know, they got that <gasps> coming out from the gut, from their chest, that visceral fucking earthiness just coming straight out. And they all got halitosis. That's crazy. Imagine what that place smells like. They had a whole ranch. Yo, that ranch must have smelled like some old ranch dressing. Not it, bro. 
not it. And the, the fact that this is all happening in the 2000s, well, I mean, not all happening. It started way, way earlier, but the, like up until recent times, you know, people were getting away with some really foul shit. Like one, he married somebody who was a minor in 2005. I was graduating high school and I'm not that far away. Like this is all happening in the US, bro. So literally across one border, there was all kinds of just fucking debauchery going on. And again, these people aren't brought up watching cable TV. They weren't even allowed to have newspapers around. They weren't listening to the radio. So they were completely oblivious as to what was going on in the real world. All they were told was that Gentiles are impure and terrible and this and that. They're, they're the devil. So even when people are coming come to help them, whether it be police officers or child protective services, they're like, ah, they're wearing black. They must be demons. Like nuts. But anyways, good watch. Go check that out. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. I'll, the only other thing I wanted to say was that I just hope that I never am famous enough where people are curious about my net worth. Because that's that's got to be one of the icks of 2022 is, you know, you hear about someone and uh, maybe they're talking about, you know, oh, yeah, I just yeah, I just bought my mama house. I, and I don't know, I'm not speaking for myself here, but a lot of people will just kind of rush to be like, I wonder what this person's net worth is. Or you hear that Nick Cannon is popping out babies left, right, and center. You're like, how does he support these kids? I wonder what his net worth is. And first of all, a lot of those net worths that we see online, very inaccurate. The only accurate one that we saw recently was um, Amber Heard's that she was minus 8 million. <laughs> That was a petty one, but again, it's summer and uh, it's it's city boys versus city girls. So you got to let those strays fly whenever you can. But anywho, yeah, go check out that pervy ass uh, documentary on Netflix. Guys, if you are listening, please, please do us all a favor as a society and stop sending unsolicited voice notes. Stop sending voice notes just to hear yourself speak. Don't remind women how tall you are. Don't ask for their fucking uh, genetic makeup. Just you know, navigate this dating world as best as you can without being a fucking creep. And uh, with that being said, that's it for me. I am sweating because the AC in my crib is broken. Hopefully it's getting resolved tomorrow. I'm going to go make myself some lobster rolls. It's a happy Sunday. Hopefully Golden State wins tomorrow and I'll see you all next week. Peace.